Welcome to Friends on Air, a podcast presented to you by the Friendship Circle of Pittsburgh. On this podcast, our teen hosts discuss real life with real people. We hope to inspire others by sharing stories of individuals and pairs of friends who have dealt with mental health challenges or just the ups and downs of life and discussing what brought them healing and inner peace. In these episodes, we also talk about the role that friendship and connection plays in a person's emotional well-being. Subscribe to this podcast to be a part of our Friends on Air family. Friends on Air! Welcome back, everyone. My name is Talia. I am 17 years old, and I will be hosting today's podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm so glad that you're here to tune in. I'm Emily, and I'm 16 years old, and I will be hosting today's podcast as well. Today we have a very special guest with us, and I'm so excited for you all to meet him and hear his story. Not only did our speaker today found his own organization and stand-up amputee basketball team called Limpossible, but he is also a player on the USA amputee soccer team and has also appeared on TV shows such as America Ninja Warrior, Ink Masters, Seven Seconds, and more. Robert, we are seriously so grateful for you to be here with us today. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. So thank you for having me. (laughs) And I am a below the knee amputee and I'm honored to be in the friendship circle space to share my story, to inspire and to let people know that anything's possible, no matter what you come from, uh, no matter what you look like, no matter who you are, um, we are in this together. And I utilize my story and my experiences to show people um, that if you put your mind to it, you work hard and just focus on being a good person that you can get the results that you need in life. Thank you so much. good. In one sentence, uh, can you tell us what you're here to talk about? Absolutely. Uh, I am here to talk about attitude and effort and focusing on what you can control and finding solutions. Long sentence, but... (laughs) That's a great sentence. So we're so excited to hear your story and hear about what you got to say. But first, we're going to play our speed round game with... We have uh, speed round questions. Let's do it. So this is just a nice way to, um, you know, ease into things. Nice icebreaker. I love it. Let's do it. First question. What was your favorite part of your day? My favorite part of my day is waking up and seeing the sun come out and then getting hugs from my children. Aww. Well, my favorite part of my days are when the sky is colorful. So sunrise, sunset. Yeah. My favorite part of my day is family dinner with uh, every night. That's amazing. If you could be an animal, what would you be? That's a great question. Uh, I have two favorite animals, (laughs) kind of a wide spectrum. So I'm going to go with a lion and a turtle. So, lion, because the lion, they say the lion is not the biggest, the fastest, the smartest, or the strongest, but it's the mentality of the lion. And that's why they're the king of the jungle. And uh, especially nowadays, I believe that we have to safeguard our minds and our mentality is everything on how we choose to um, address things in life. And again, a lot of things are not are beyond our control but we need to believe in ourselves so that's why the lion and the turtle because they're cool (laughs) (laughs) i wanted a turtle for the longest time and never got one but well i'm I'm 34 and i grew up in a ninja turtle uh era so it's kind of a little bit of bias there (laughs) (laughs) okay what animal would you be um I don't know, it'd probably be a monkey just because, like, they get to swing from, like, the vines and all that and, like, kind of like in Tarzan. Mm-hmm. Like that. 
I don't know what I would be or why, but I feel like I'd be a penguin. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. My math teacher told me that over the weekend I had to watch the March of the Penguins. I, that was like a part of my homework. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, as you mentioned back uh, earlier, you're here to uh, tell your story uh, and try to inspire, and you're here to talk about attitude and hard work. So, can you tell us more about that and your story? Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm excited to share some of my life experiences uh, with you guys here uh, in Pittsburgh, Friendship Circle, and just everyone who's going to be listening of just what I've overcome. And, you know, I had a tough childhood growing up. Uh, being 16, 17, it wasn't easy for me at your age. And uh, so I made a promise to myself when I was a kid younger than yourselves, when I was about 11 or 12, that when I had the power and I became an adult, that I would do anything that I can to give other kids confidence so they didn't have to go through the situations that I went through. Um, I went through some traumatic experiences, you know, as a young man, and it just wasn't easy. And I had to really focus on my mindset. So I know that now, and I want to make sure that I can translate that message, especially for you guys. It's a tough time. You know, it's instant gratification. You guys almost have too many options. It can become confusing. Uh, so my job is to try to just show commitment and not being so spread out and show people what I've been able to do um, by committing, sticking to a goal, staying consistent um, and how, how I've gotten those results, especially for someone who's I'm a victim of abuse, house fire, and I'm missing my leg. Um, so just being that living example uh, for others and for you guys. Wow, that is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, and I know that must be like so hard to share. And I really am in awe of just how how you're able to just speak about it so with such poise. And Thank like, you. <laughs> it's refreshing yeah. to see people be open. Uh -huh. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, always, I wasn't always that way. So, and uh, the more that I've learned how to become a speaker over the years, mm -hmm. I still take layers off of my story, and I'm still mm -hmm. not even fully there. Mm -hmm. But um, you learn to open up more and more as you go, and you get comfortable in your respected space. So, mm -hmm. thank you for that. Okay. Um, so, on to our next question: What kind of struggles did you face in the past, and what kind of struggles do you still face today? Oof. Uh, so in the past, it was more so the struggles within myself. And especially you guys might know, being a teenager, it's about fitting in mm -hmm. and trying to um, still worried about what people like, like you and the judgment of others and your parents and fitting into maybe they have a goal for you, but you might want to go on a different route. So in the past, it was the struggle was figuring that out and trying to figure my path might be different than my mom or than my dad took and my experiences were different. And then being comfortable in my own skin because I wasn't that for so long. I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the things that have happened to me. So that was my constant battle until I gained my confidence. And now the struggles that I deal with is that I've been able to embrace missing my leg and I've taken that to be a part of my life. And now I wear it as armor. And so now I'm actually, my problems that I face now is that I'm overwhelmed because I've gotten involved with so many things, which is always encouraged, especially when you're young, to do volunteer time, network, and meet people. And so now I've taken on a little bit too much. So now I'm trying to figure out how to organize, to strategize, to figure out what's important to me, do the things that I have to do, um, learning how to still say no. So I'm still working on that and just not agreeing to everything and realizing this might not even be beneficial to me. I might want to do it to make someone else happy. Uh, so working on that. And uh, so those are some of my daily struggles now of just still continuing to be the best person that I can be. Mm -hmm. And I definitely relate to that last part you said about overcommitting 
because I feel like a lot of times, especially teenagers now, we spread ourselves so thin and overcommit to things that we might not have time for, might, might not be good for us just because we feel like we have to do it. And so that's something that I've definitely learned that I need to work on myself. And it's comforting to know that like even adults or people who seem to like have it all together still have that sort of same struggle. And, um, and I know that like as a high school kid that like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, even if it might not be coming from outside people, just be, be coming from within ourselves. And It's a lot for you guys. Mm-hmm. And so I take my hat off to you, especially because social media, everything's mm-hmm. being recorded. Um, everything's documented for you guys nowadays. One slip up, you mm-hmm. know, and everyone knows about it, you know, so it's a, it's, it is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is safeguard your mind, you know, but continue to stay positive and stay grounded to yourself, you know, your morals and your foundation of who you are. And it'll work out even when you feel like, you know, you're, you're on the right path, but you don't, you're not sure. So just stay on it, stay tunnel vision, tunnel vision, locked in, you know, like a lion. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about um, experiences in your childhood that shaped who you are today? Yes, yes. Uh, some of the experiences from my childhood that shaped me um, are, of course, one of my biggest is losing my house to a house fire and just trying to move, you know, trying to figure out who I was from that point on. My mother, my aunt working two jobs, me constantly being left in the care of different babysitters, um, you know, going to different schools, having to. It actually benefited me now, but in the time I didn't like it. I had to reinvent myself all the time, especially going to a different school and I had to become a new version of Rob. And I had to figure out a way I was going to address my leg and how I was going to get girls to like me or make the sports team or just kind of fit in with this guy click and just where did I belong? So constantly having to reinvent myself and where do I belong? I'm in a new town, a new place. So that was kind of just tough. And then, but I realized that I was being prepared. Some of the things that happened to us, we don't know why it's happening, but I'll be prepared for now because now I travel a lot and I meet a lot of people and I'm able to be in rooms with different people and I'm able to kind of wake up and do things off less sleep and pack a bag. And, you know, um, so I was being prepared at that time, but I didn't know why. I often say I felt like I was in a twilight zone, you know, especially in high school and some of the struggles that we go through are, you know, they prepare us for, you know, the person that we're going to become. That was very powerful and could really relate to that. So what helped you in those situations and what brought you healing? So what helped me in those situations was speaking to my mom. She always made herself available. Um, Although my dad was in and out of my life and not so much, uh, my mother always gave me my confidence. She was the one telling me, you know, I wouldn't be given anything that I can't handle um, and that it was all for a reason. She also, uh, even if she was scared or was kind of crying inside or crying after. She never showed it to me. So she was a strong woman. She made sure that she was raising, you know, a man. So she had to, you know, sometimes even put on a facade for herself. So I didn't see any of that weakness uh, in tough situations, which allowed me to then now take on tough situations and be prepared and to have a level head while some people are tending to panic. So um, that's, you know, that's really what helped me get through those situations and being able to control myself in my mind, even if it's, you know, something that's, that's crazy to some and they, they would be running around frantic. I'm able to take a deep breath and address it. And what brings me healing as back then it used to be making music. Uh, so I might be rapping for you guys later. We'll see. Uh, but uh, you know, just writing, expressing myself, being creative, colorful, and just trying to uh, realize that my difference wasn't a difference. It was actually um, 
it was actually my stamp. It was the reason why I was supposed to be here. You know, it's your, you know, it's very cliche, but so, you know, why, why fit in when you're born to stand out, mm-hmm. you know, and I had to take that because you, ha- you have to stand out. We're all different. We need to be different. Um, and that's the way we can have a, a loving, you know, earth and a community. I love the point that you said about everyone being different. That's like the good part, because I think that when you're younger, you don't realize that that's what makes you unique and what makes you be able to make a difference is that fact that you're different and it's not something to look like down upon. Especially here at Friendship Circle, that's one of our biggest, like, that's one of our biggest things, like embracing each other's differences Mm -hmm. and like all being friends, no matter like your, your ability, where you're from, how old you are, like, we're all just... Friends and so yeah, we're, here sure. to, we're all here to contribute. Yeah, yeah. Our, what I'm saying is, right, none of us without us. Well, it's the diversity that, like, we're all we're all different, but that we need everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Each I, other. I think it's our differences that almost like bring us together, and they do. All right. Um, you've said a lot of wise things, but do you have any like specific words of advice to our listeners or friends here? Well, thank you for that. And I believe uh, advice or wise words that I would leave uh, for any listeners and just future leaders is to believe in yourself. Uh, so you might hear me say this tonight as well. If you believe, then no believe too. And to try to stick with discipline and confidence because discipline will get you there. We, we have to discipline ourselves. We have to be our own coach in our head. And we have to tell ourselves no and be able to tell ourselves no and not feel bad about it um, because we know sometimes the things that we want are on the other side of that. But we have to be able to say no because this will hinder you or stop you from reaching your goal or whatever it is in your mind that you feel like is success. And, uh, you know, confidence, just being confident because I spent so many times being a worry warrior. So let's not be worry warriors. Let's allow things to happen as they may and just be confident in who you are and how you were made, your ability. We're all special. We're special human beings. So we have to trust ourselves. We don't need to be like anyone else. Just need to be ourselves, you know, and when you can find that, life is so much more peaceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree that confidence is such an important thing. Um, are there any tips you have for how to how you have gained confidence? Did it just take time? Anything specific? Uh, of course, it's time and experience. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's a, uh, the, the key is I wish I, could, I had another answer. I was having a conversation with uh, one of my friends. He's 19, and I helped him amputate his leg. He was going through a tough situation, and he's very wise. And the same thing when I was 19, you know, I felt like I was very wise, but people look at you and they say, you know, you're 16, you're 17. Mm-hmm. They write you off sometimes because you're young, you yeah. know, but you have something to say. You have a voice. You guys are intelligent. Uh, so experience and time do help. Uh, and But one of the ways that I've been able to get through it is writing things down um, and trying to stay on top of it and just continue to create, creating a foundation for myself because you're not gonna be young forever. So the more things that you get involved with, you do podcasts, you build up your resume, those experiences will speak to someone um, at another time. And then you'll be doing your own podcast, getting interviewed yourselves. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I definitely think that part about how people tend to write off teens, I think that it resonates with me. And I, I mm, <laughs> would yes. call it shaking your head. So I think <laughs> that it resonates with her as well. And like, I feel like a big part of that is that you need to know your own worth and be like a self-advocate. Be like, if someone's trying to write you off, you need to stand up for yourself. And eventually, they'll just know. Correct. Yes, I always say, so just for that, 
you know, sometimes we feel lost, especially right now. I mean, even I feel lost. I mean, there's so much going on, yeah. right? Um, but self-advocacy leads to self-direction, mm-hmm. and that's the truth. So when you advocate for yourself and you stick up for yourself and you have that confidence, then you start to find your path, and it will lead to your, you know, the direction that you're supposed to go in. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely advocate and uh, you know, speak up for yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree, because also a lot of times when people, people will make you doubt yourself, And then you will kind of like feel lost. Like, do I listen to them? And I think a lot of times you just need to, if you feel like it's right, even if you'll end up being wrong, it's important to follow through what you think is right. And Mm -hmm. when it's, if it is wrong, you take accountability for that. But just building up that trust with yourself is really important for confidence. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Well said. And I feel that's also just like trusting your gut instinct because Mm -hmm. I feel like, as cliche as it sounds, like it's never wrong. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you can always you can trust yourself. The most. Yeah, and it might look wrong to other people. It might, but mm-hmm. doesn't mean it has to feel right to yeah. you. And mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. So, mm-hmm. um, and so, and it's anything you do. So I will say this as well: whatever it is you want to do, obsess over it. Uh, obsess over it. I wanted to be a speaker for so long. I had to do it for free. I had to get tickets. I lost money. I had to do so many things until it actually became my career and a profession. And people didn't understand why I was doing it and traveling and, you know, kind of just going above and beyond. And it started to pay off and worked in my favor. But you have to put in the time and you have to put in the effort. Uh, So definitely just stay at it, stay consistent, and it'll work out. Yeah. And I think that also plays into doing things for yourself and not others. Mm -hmm. And also there's like patience that you have to like give yourself time. Like it might not all, like it won't all happen. You didn't become a speaker overnight. No, you man. worked at it. So yes, it takes time. It, everything takes time. And that, so, and I will say this as well. So it's, it's everything takes time and results don't come in within the first year, sometimes two to four mm-hmm. to five years uh, in anything. I can give so many examples from sports to speaking to working in prosthetics professionally to being on television shows, whatever it is. Nothing happened immediately. I heard so many more no's. Kind of just pushing forward. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. When you're growing up and as you're going through these harder experiences and working on building your confidence and building up your career, were there, is there any like specific like songs or albums or (laughs) books or just like hobbies that you did that helped you and brought you joy like through some of the more difficult times yeah i definitely making music uh i wrote poetry at first so that was that's how i started making music you know i grew up in the the leonardo dicaprio romeo and juliet Mm -hmm. came out and uh so i would use a lot of those poems back in the day we used to write notes and i would pass notes and use those poems and that was the way i expressed myself turned it into music and tried to be creative in that sense. Um, a ton of books. Of course, I loved reading, you know, growing up. Um, you know, I was a big Harry Potter guy too. I was able to get lost in that world, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, so things of that nature. But as a kid, it's sports too. Sports. Just anything to just get out that energy um, and to feel like I belonged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can relate to that too because I play sports as well. And I think that being on a team has been one of the things that has really helped me especially through COVID when we weren't able to play together, like our seasons got canceled. We still had each other at the end of the day and we built each other up. And I think that also just like having that support system is just so, so important. It is. It is that that bond of a team, um, even during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, my teammates, we were all in chats and Facebook groups and it did help. We boosted Mm -hmm. each other's spirits a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that like your team or your support system can look like a lot of different things. Like it doesn't have to be like teammates on a sports team. It can be like 
people in your third period class, the uh, people that ride the same bus as you, your friendship friends, circle. friendship yeah, circle. circle, friends on your block, yeah. you know, just anyone. That's that's well said, very well said. Your your team could be any form or fashion. I'd say that to my kids, my son and my daughter. They're two years apart. They always fight. I always say, "We're a team. We're in this together. We are a team. Why are you guys fighting?" You know. Uh, so yes, could look. Your team could be in any form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so here at uh, Friendship Circle, our core mission is a part of being about that team is to be a good friend. And how has friendship and your connections with others played a role in your life? Uh, my connection with others and friends, uh, we all need each other, I believe, um, as people. Uh, so, you know, we're driven by money now and it's, mm-hmm. it's terrible. But the truth is, you know, if I put you in a room full of money, you couldn't do anything if you were by yourself. But if I took all the money out and it was just us in the, in the room, we'd make games, we'd have fun, we'd build bonds, and we need each other as people. Uh, it's it's a fact as a species, um, you know, the love, the camaraderie. So that I always was driven to that. I'm an Aries, I'm a fire sign, <laughs> and I was driven to just excitement, being around people, and again, moving around a lot. You know, my mom, she always had me around a bunch of different people. So I always drew power from that, uh, which, again, helped me in my professional career today. Mm-hmm. I love what you said about the money and the room because it's true like you at the end of the day like if you die and you're have no friends and just a ton of money like really what did you like accomplish exactly you, know? exactly. you can't take it with you mm-hmm. so yeah you know, but you know the love your love and your memory and the things that you did for other people well, that will last forever mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I feel like that also plays into like People don't remember the kind of things that you have or all the cool trips you went on or, but they remember how you treated them and they remember what you were like to be around. And I feel like that piece of just like holding your character and being who you are is really, really important and not sacrificing that for success. Yeah. Or like what people think success is nowadays, Mm -hmm. even though it really should be happiness and not like money Mm -hmm. because that doesn't make you happy. Yeah, materials, people are driven to materials, they're driven to influences. So we're all influenced by things we might see on social media, TV, and the internet. Uh, so it's important for us to just try to surround ourselves and put good influences into our psyche. So whatever you're looking at, you know, on your feed, that's what you're feeding your mind. So it's all, it's important to put maybe your career, if you want to be a nurse or a doctor, follow those people, follow those trends, look at those things. Um, but there's so many influences, we get distracted. So um, that's why I always say bring it back to the basics, you know, take a deep breath um, and, you know, try to go off your foundation. Really well said. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking about your experiences and Thank your you story and giving us so many pieces of great advice. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I, I didn't even, because I related to and, like, connected with so much of what you said, and mm-hmm. I really didn't expect that just because um, I feel like I'm just still, like, a high school student and mm-hmm. you're um, – grown up grown up with like a career <laughs> and like has done on these all these cool things but again that kind of shows that like people aren't so different after all. Absolutely. And to all of our listeners uh, we hope that you enjoyed this segment featuring our incredible speaker robert thank anthony you. thank you and if you'd like to hear more stories and episodes like this subscribe to the podcast we're wishing you all, all y'all the best and thanks for being a part of this friendship circle family Signing off from Friends on Air. Yeah, let's go.